Oh, hello there, and welcome to another episode of the 209 Till Infinity Podcast. CD Slap. Coming to you live from beautiful Series, California, home of the Infinity Studios. Get it, Savage. It's Monday morning, the pod is dropped. Cue up the new soap and the coffee pot. You know these cats got a lot to say. Savage O'Malley and Billy A. Yep. Hip hop life and movies too. Keeping up on the trends just like you. CD slaps hooked up with this funky beat. Oh, you know the boys, we love to eat. Grub it. It's all part of the show. We love to bring to your earbuds hell. We even sing. Mm-hmm. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. And like Biggie said, now you know Do you need a break and escape just to ease your mind? Well look no further than your homies in the 209 Because it's time to lose all those blues that got you stressed out Give us one hour and you know we'll knock that mess out The best route is music, movies, laughter, and friends The conversation's starting, y'all jump on Come in on. And you know it won't stop, you know it don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, friend. The party don't stop, the party don't end. Now let's let the episode begin. What up, what up, what up, and welcome to another episode of the 209 till infinity podcast. If you don't know by now, you better ask somebody. It's your boy, DJ Billy A. And right across from me is my ace in the place to be. Tell him who you is, homie. Time is on my side. Yes, it is. Mm. Hey, pal. Hey, what's up, man? What's going on? <laughs> you know, I... D- that all of a sudden gives me a creepy vibe. I don't remember what movie it is, but there's a movie. Fallen. Is it? It's Fallen, right? Denzel Washington, right? John where the Goodman. where the like spirit jumps from body to body. Yep. So every time they, they think, can't catch it, they can't catch it because every time they kill the person that it's in, it just goes to somebody else. But whenever it jumps into somebody else, that's the song it sings, right? That's well, the, that's it, it's uh, so it hops into from body to body, the spirit or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. um, like Denzel, there's this point where Don Denzel, Donzel, <laughs> that's his uh, alternate universe. Yeah, that's, a, that's that's the Denzel variant. Yeah, Donzel, Donzel Washington. Damn you, Donzel. Donzel Washington, come on down. We got hot dogs and balloons for the kids. That's right. That's Apparently, right. he's a used car salesman. Yeah, uh, anyway, well, they can't uh, all be actors, yeah. right? So uh, Denzel uh, finally gets to this point. They're out in the forest, and and the and the spirit transfer it to somebody else yeah and then like he thinks he's got it figured out or something it's been a long time since i've seen it but then like all of a sudden like it doesn't really talk right it just it it, it takes over people right and yeah, it yeah, becomes yeah. this evil being and then uh, all of a sudden like for the first time like all of a sudden like it's like time is on my side yes it is and yeah then, like it's like super creepy right and denzel's yeah. like trying to figure you know assess the situation and right right and, and the and the person that's now this evil spirit or whatever because it's i think it's 
It's a serial killer. Yes. That he's on death row, is getting uh, electrocuted. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and, and and being put to death. And then when it happens, somehow the spirit transfers to somebody else. Correct. It's and this person that Denzel had put away. Right. He'd been tracking the serial killer and knew his MO. Right. So when he so and caught him and put him on death row. So when all of a sudden the traits of the serial killer were popping back up again. He's like, what the hell? This is exactly like the dude I just locked up and had killed. It's the same. It's a copycat killer. Right. So, but it's not because it's the same dude, right? Or the spirit. And that was a trippy movie because I remember the way it ended. Spoilers. You know, the movie's 30 years old. If you haven't seen Fallen, (laughs) turn it off right now. Oh, sorry. Hold on. I should have got you guys ready. My fault. Nope. We'll get there. There it is. If you haven't seen Fallen from uh, 1997, <laughs> yeah. turn the podcast off right now. I don't want to ruin it. I may have rented it on VHS from Blockbuster. Hey, the, the, the crazy thing is, is we very well may get a message to be like, oh, I remember that movie. I wanted to watch it. You guys started talking about it. And then I was like, oh, I need to go watch it. And I literally like stopped because, I, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe we are. Maybe we are. <laughs> for the people, we're here helping out because uh, we didn't want to ruin the movie, you know, from 30 years. Yeah, you know. But if I remember correctly, Denzel figures out it's a spirit that's body hopping. And does he let it overtake himself and then go out into like the woods and kill him? I can't remember. Want to hear the good news or the bad news? The good news. Well, I'll, let me give you the bad news first. Yeah. I shouldn't have given you a choice. The bad news is I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. The good news is either. I'm going to hunt that movie down and, and watch it. It now was a because, good movie. Well, here's the reason that I said that, that I started the show off like that. Oh, by the way, welcome to the 209 Till Infinity Podcast. It's yeah. your boy Savage O'Malley, a.k.a. Big Skis, a.k.a. Squawkwaman, uh, a.k.a. The Hip Hop Mandalorian. Um, yes, you walked in, you were like, you had this Benny and the Jets thing that Bismarcky stuck in your head. Yes. And you were like, oh man, I got it stuck in my head. And then like you acknowledged it and then you continued to say it like six more times before we started recording. Yeah. yeah. And so I was thinking in my head, I was like, oh man, it's funny how like something can just get stuck in your head. And I was trying to think of, I I, I literally text, uh, oh, you nasty this morning and, uh, Oh, you nasty. Yeah. That uh, I had a, a a thing from TikTok stuck in my head. Okay. Like a TikTok yeah, sound. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's just been stuck in my head all morning. I don't know why. Just that's the way the mind works, right? Right, right. So anyway, it's funny that, that you said that. And then I would just text uh, uh, Rambo that. But I was also thinking like, man, I was trying to remember some other things that like they were so like – that were stuck in my head for long periods of time, right? Oh, when it happens, it happens. Yeah, yeah. And 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 then and, and, and then, time is on my side. Yes, yes it is. is. Yeah. That has been stuck in my head for thirty years, off and on. Yeah. Well, however long the movie is, I I I, I said that all the time when that movie came out, <laughs> and then like fifteen years ago, I'd do it, and people would be like, "Isn't that from a movie?" Yeah. <laughs> and I'd be like, "Hey, pal." That's the power of Denzel Washington, man, is that that movie stuck like, and John Goodman, John Goodman is a great actor who does not get enough credit. When people think John Goodman, they think Roseanne, but that guy can flat out act. He's an incredible, incredible actor. But yeah, the beauty of getting a song stuck in your head is you hope it's a good one like that. Like that's a good one. Benny and the Jets, good song. 
It's when you get that little earworm that burrows into your brain and it's some song that you can't friggin' stand, but you can't get it out like yesterday. So, so the thing that yeah. the TikTok sound, it's yeah. not a good thing. Oh, okay. I don't it's know. Exactly yeah, yeah. what you know. So, yeah. so you know, you're familiar with TikToks. Oh, I've sent you before, yeah, yeah. right? So it's sometimes there's a sound, right? And then people will just redo it like a million times with different things and more right. whatever, you know, because right. they're trying to get hits or it's, it's relative to them or whatever. Right. So there's this new sound where it's like every like four seconds it's this girl going babe oh babe like so like people are like uh oh yeah like it's like me when i can't get my technology to work and like she's by the computer and it's not working and she's like babe yeah and then she's like by the tv and his remote's not working she's like babe right yeah so like for 30 seconds it's like babe yeah babe so i've had that fucking sound stuck <laughs> in my head all morning like i woke up this morning and i was like babe uh, babe, and I was like, "Fuck!" Yeah, the earworm burrowing yeah. into so, your brain. Yeah. So I, you could finish what you were saying yeah, yesterday, yeah, yeah. but that was very relative that you were talking about the good earworm, like my fucking movie sound, and the fucking babe TikTok yeah, thing yeah. that's jammed in my ear. Yeah, yesterday my wife Amber was just kept saying, "Check it out now, it's the Funk Soul Brother." Check it out now. You remember that song? Oh, that's absolutely. Literally all they say in that song, and apparently it came up on the Spotify or the Pandora at work. And they immediately clicked it, changed the song as soon as it came on. But yesterday, she would just be like, out of the blue, randomly, check it out now. It's the Funk Soul Brother, check it out now. And I'd be like, who is it? What am I doing? Am I checking it out now? And are you the Funk Soul Brother? Like, those are the kind, like, when they get inside your head and you can't get them out, you just want to, like, oh, yeah, like, rip your brain out of your head to, like, remove, please get out of there. Like, like yeah, that's that crazy shit that like like you know like uh man there there was a Taylor Swift song for a minute like that I couldn't get out of my head and I can't remember it now and I'm not even gonna attempt to remember it because what'll happen is it'll get stuck in there again so I'm just gonna move on, but it's those kind of earworms when they burrow into the brain and and they just they lock away and hide away in there and you can't get them out. It's just god awful, man. But I'll take Benny and the Jets. I'll take Benny and the Jets any day of the week, especially when it's Biz Marquis singing Benny and the Jets because. Uh, because it's just even that much more beautiful and funny and epic. But yeah, I was trying to, um, going back to Fallen though, I want to say that Denzel gets like out into the woods somewhere and lets the spirit overtake himself and then kills himself and thinks that will end it. But I want to say the spirit then goes into an animal. And that's how the movie ends. Like I could it goes be into a wolf or something. Something yeah. like that. I've, I've, it's been since the 90s since i seen it like i said probably on vhs well i'll tell you this but i think that's it i've got great news for you yeah i now have a heading my goal is to watch this before the <laughs> next time we record so when we get to august everybody make sure you turn in for your fallen review from the denzel <laughs> 1997 sci-fi thriller or the classic uh Dramatic yeah, thriller. You call that like a suspense thriller. Suspense I think. thriller. It's not really, it kind of sounds the way we're describing it like it would be a horror film, but it isn't a horror film because I don't go in for that. I don't watch horror movies. I don't like the slasher flicks, like the blood and guts. Like I've never gone into that. This falls more into like, I would have said it That's was. That's when the horrors come in. Yeah. I like her idea. <laughs> That's a Tommy yes, Boy reference. Yeah, it's Tommy Boy. Sorry. The horrors. That's when the horrors come in. I like her idea. Yeah, I like where the old guy's like, for the love of God, once I sleep with on, I slept with a whore. And I slept with a prostitute. One time, 60 years ago, I never heard the end of it. Yeah, that's so good, man. That's one of my favorite all-time comedies. Um, but 
Oh shit! I totally got derailed. What was I saying? <laughs> I do not remember where I was even going. Talking though. about the movie. Oh yeah, it kind of reminds me of more of like uh, pro- this was like pre M Night Shyamalan, but like something M Night Shyamalan would do because there was a real disturbing twisted ending that like left you hanging and like kind of surprised you. It's dark, it's creepy, but it's not gory or bloody or scary, and it's well acted and well written. It was like M. Night before M. Night. Now, I don't know who wrote this movie or directed it, and it's crazy that we're even... This is the... I've said this a million times. If you're playing 209 Bingo, and this is your time to take a shot, man. Uh, This is the beauty of the 209 Till Infinity podcast, how we get off on these little tangents. I'll tell you what, if you're playing 209 Till Infinity Bingo, and it's Monday morning, and you're taking (laughs) shots, man... (laughs) Hey... We are not responsible for any firings or DUIs yeah, yeah. that you get because your right. dumbass is playing fucking <laughs> 209 till infinity bingo in the morning. <laughs> but I mean, it's just, if you'd have told me on the way down here, if somebody had said, Bill, today you're going to talk about Fallen with Denzel Washington and John Goodman, I'd have been like, get look, the fuck out of here. I, listen, I don't want to ever blame somebody who may have, who has passed away. Right. This is totally Bismarcky's fault. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because his thing got stuck in your head, which led me down this. Yeah. All right, so we're going to move on real quick. But just yes, FYI, it is Fallen, 1998. Eight, 98, we were close. 98, yeah. rated R. Uh, yeah. Homicide detective John Hobbs witnesses the execution of serial killer Edgar Reese. Soon after the execution, the killing started again, and they're very similar to Reese's style. Right. Speaking of Reese. Yes. Our good f- buddy and friend of the show, the Codist, uh-huh. and his lovely wife, Melissa, Right. Just had a baby. Oh, congratulations. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, young Reese Owens. Oh, nice. Not that she's going to be a serial killer, hopefully. <laughs> Here's hoping. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. That, but uh, that goals. Is, that's very interesting goals. to me that I said, hey, yeah. we, I, I want to make sure we mentioned Dakota's baby. And yeah. then we looked this up, and the killer was Edgar Reese. Speaking yeah. of Reese. <laughs> This is a little bit of a dark segue, but we got yeah. where we needed to get. To call this, you have now have one job as a parent, and that is to keep your child away from becoming a serial killer. It's usually keep your kid off the pole. Yeah, that's the Chris Rock joke, right? But uh, keep I mean, him off the pole. I mean, yeah. not. You know what? Never mind. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna like, that'd be way better than a serial killer. But then I'm like, hey, your kid's gonna be a stripper. So yeah, yeah. Congratulations, man! Parenthood is an incredible gift and such a challenge, but. Uh, and the reason I brought up the CODIS was because I said that uh, LaFondizi is going to be here at the end of next month, and maybe we're going to get him yes. on an episode to talk and check in, and you've never met him. And I said, oh, I've never met him. That's going to be great. And he'll be like, don't make me break out the uh, the, the cornhole boards. The CODIS has been trying to play and have a couple drinks for, for a few weeks. And then I remembered the, the whole baby thing, and I forgot to mention it, so I wanted to mention it. Yes, congratulations, my friend. Enjoy every moment of it. They grow up so fast. I have now only one, I guess you'd say child left. Like if 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 the mark is 18 where there are no, an adult no longer a child, then I've got a 17 year old left. That's it, I've got a 22 year old, I've got a 20 year old and a 17 year old. And I swear to God, man, I swear on everything holy that it was just yesterday that they were just crawling around on the living room and I was changing their diapers and throwing them up in the air and taking them to the park. And now they're like, hey, dad, yeah, I'm going to swing by later in the van and uh, pick up my uh, my shoes for track. And, uh, you know, maybe we can grab some dinner or something. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm, I'm, weird. Not, I'm not sure if you know this, but the older you get, time moves faster. Oh, and, and when you have kids, time accelerates. Well, I'm just. Yeah, absolutely. Can, and, and, as you, and, and you Can you believe that I've already been at my job two months? Hey, yo, 
No, that doesn't right? seem right. Yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. That's insane, dude. Yeah. Like, I was just thinking about that. Like, we were talking about the time and moving fast and da da da. And I was like, I looked at the data. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. That fast. Insane, dude. As you become an adult, time speeds up because you're focused. You're in a nine to five, you're doing that 40, 50 hour week and you're just living for the weekend and pushing towards the weekend and that speeds things up. And then you get kids and that speeds things up and you get married and that, it's just, everything just I literally, literally 10 minutes ago was like, let me look at the calendar and I was like, holy shit, it's August already almost. Yeah, yeah. Right, like that's mind, mind bottling. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Did you say mind bottling? Yeah, you know, like it's, bottled up in your mind. Never mind. <laughs> it's a whole other episode. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah. So congratulations, Kyle and Melissa. For sure. Young baby Reese. And a shout out to his other daughter, who is the Mercy Whisperer. Ah. Young Miss Hopper. Yeah. Harper. Hopper. I call her Hopper. Doing a little Boston accent. Yeah, she's a Hopper. At she's the, the only person in the history of Mercy being with me uh-huh. that, like, she walked in and Mercy just kind of like went over and sat next to her, nice. like immediately, nice. like immediately. Yeah, Mercy was just like, "Hey, what's up?" Yeah, that's it. She took a shine. To yeah, yeah. Like yeah. she gets, you know, you you can you're here enough that you know you walk in, she doesn't do that, but you're here, you know, for a few hours, and by the time we're eating lunch, she's she right gets next comfortable. To you. Yeah, yeah. You know, so she's she's got the ability if she knows you a little bit that she'll come and do it, but. Brand new walking in the house. Harper is the only person that's ever happened with. So she's a mercy whisperer. Oh, nice. That's a gift. That is a gift. Man. Nice freaking job, Harper. That's it. Uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, definitely wanted to mention that. Also, uh, I really wanted to break down Fallen for 10 minutes. That was my goal. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you You planned that for the, you, you, you slick, sly son of a bitch. You knew what you were doing. I didn't until you I started you singing Benny and the Jets <laughs> on repeat. And not the whole song, just this one little part that Biz Marquis sings. Yeah, Go yeah. ahead and do it for me. What did I say? Uh, something. Uh, well, the, the thing about it is, Bismarcky, what makes it so hilarious is he doesn't know all the words. So he's like mumbling, like, you know, when somebody really loves a song, but they don't know the words. Electrifil, a mohasu, and I read it in a magazine. Now, Benny and the Jets. Dun. But just imagine Bismarcky, remember? Oh, baby, you. So he's doing that. You know, Benny and the Jets. It's, it's hilarious. It's off the Beastie Boys anthology. It's something they recorded that never made an album, but was kind of in the vault. So when they released this like greatest hits anthology of their career, they put it on there. And it is the music is killer. The Beastie Boys band and everybody breaks down the music beautifully. And you could just hear the passion. You could clearly hear that Biz loves the song. Like he loves it. But just like you and I, man, I got a lot of songs that I love that I've listened to for years. But I couldn't, there's certain parts of certain lyrics that when I read the lyrics on paper, I go, oh shit, that's what he's saying? I've been singing that wrong for 35 years. Like, and it's clear that Biz doesn't know. Like, but that's what makes it so great. And I listened to it on the way down here because obviously we lost Biz Marquis on Friday. Um, and uh, 
Yeah, there it is, man. So we lost Biz. And have you heard what happened? Let me ask, how many downloads or streams do you think this song has? Oh, my God. This is this is a, a perfect song in my book. Uh, the drums are amazing. I, I How many streams does this song have? 20 million? I don't know. Like, it's got to be insane, right? 97,742,138. Or 97,742,139, because I'm now Right, you're now it, right? streaming it once, yeah. I'm assuming it's not that accurate. Like, And that's just since the inception of Spotify, oh, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, you got to wonder, like, how many, if you counted, like, radio spins and how many people actually bought this single or bought the album, it's insane, dude. Like, um, dude, this song is one of those songs, like, a lot of artists have hits. There'll be a hit that'll kind of come and go and like, oh, yeah, that, I forgot he sang that. That was a good one. This is perfect. The verses, the beat, the, the, that piano loop, the, the, the drums. Here comes the drums. Perfect drums. Perfect. That hook. Biz on the hook is perfect. There's nothing wrong with this song. Like, I cannot. It's flawless. And long after you and I are dead, Biz is dead, when, there'll be some kid. 50 years from now going on Pandora or Spotify or whatever it is that is going to be going oh baby you this shit's crazy oh my god I can't believe this like this will live there are good songs and then there are songs that will stand the test of time and live forever in hip hop I, I put Regulate by Warren G in there long after Warren is gone and you and I are gone Savage there'll be some kid going it was a clear black night a clear white moon Warren G was on the streets and we tried to consume you know like this is that man like he's got a greatest hits worth of material like he's got vapors he's got nobody beats the biz he's got make the music with your mouth biz he's got the biz dance uh, he's got young girl blues spring again he's got a lot of great songs like i said a greatest hits packed with material but this just hits different like this will live forever never gonna disappear never gonna die and anybody else doing this, I don't know if it works. I do not know if it works the same. It's just, this needed biz marquee. This needed biz. Wait, wait a second. Did you say when I'm gone? When you and I are long gone. Yes, sir. When I'm gone. When you're gone, when I'm gone, that song lives I'm forever. Not I'm not leaving. <laughs> I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs> Apparently, Savage has found the fountain of youth, and he hasn't told me about it, which I think is some bullshit. Like, if you if you know something, I don't know, man. Tell me. But yeah, man. I mean, what can you say about Biz Marquis? I mean, he wasn't just a rapper; he was a beatboxer. He was a DJ. He acted, I mean, uh, most notably when my kids were coming up, he was on a show called Yo Gabba Gabba, which was like a, a kids children's television program that incorporated hip hop. And every day he would do business beat of the day. Every episode would be really, like, hey kids, it's Biz Marquee. Today's beat of the day is, you know, or whatever. And he, he like, can you do that? You know, it, it was, and he was in Men in Black 3 and he, two, excuse me, two. And he popped up in some other stuff like, just an all-around entertainer who I really feel like what made him so great was he was comfortable in his own skin 
He knew exactly who he was. He's a big, giant, fun-loving goofball that just liked to have a good time and be silly. And he started in 88, and then up until the day he passed, he never switched. When you think about hip-hop and everything it's gone through, from the, the very Afrocentric to the Africa medallions and the very political public enemy stuff to the L.A. hats and the khakis and the gangster West Coast shit, to the very nouveau, like new wave, neo soul, like tribe call quest, outcast type stuff, um, to the bling bling, champagne, money shit. Like you'd, you'll, you'd see rappers that would try to shift, like, oh, I'm gonna make a club record now, I'm gonna make a gangster record now, even though it's not really them. Run DMC did it with the album with Down With The King. All of a sudden they were like hard and they were like gangsters and like, it just didn't work. Biz never did that, never. Like when you, every single album, whether it's all samples cleared, or I need a haircut or going off or the diabolical biz marquee love him or hate him if you didn't dig it you didn't dig it but he was silly he was goofy he was honest and he was just having a good good time man and he owned it and it worked for him and it's the reason why he has so much respect and why he'll be missed uh just greatly man like he just fun it's music that makes you feel good like it don't always got to be serious or political or really smart like it just needs to make hit you in the feels. And you can't tell me that, oh, baby, you don't hit you in the feels, dude. I just It's something different and special it, about that track. You, your voice yeah. is too good to do that. You can't. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll you, thank you. I'll you can't you. sing that bad. Because you, you, he cannot sing, at least on that hook. Correct. It's it, that's the beauty of that's it. That's what makes it great. That's what right is right. that everybody's in the bar and they're like, "Oh, baby, you." Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. Uh, you know, not you know, and you it, like that's the beauty of like you talked about those songs, right? Yeah. Like, uh, just a friend or uh, friends in low places, for yes. example. It's yeah. one of those songs. that's like forever. Doesn't matter where it is and where yeah, it yeah. comes on. Yeah. And what group you're in. Yes. Right. Yes. Like. When we had my party here, right? Right. I don't think anybody, maybe a couple, are country music listeners that were here. Right, right. But if that came on, oh, we'd yeah. have been like, blame it all on my roots, whatever, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, So, absolutely. So, uh, Biz Marquis, do you know his real name? I don't. It's Mar it is Marcel Theo Hall. Okay. Uh, American rapper, songwriter, DJ, record producer, best known for his 89 single, Just a Friend, which became a top 40 hit in several countries. Uh, in, in 2008, Just a Friend made number one on VH1's list of 100 greatest hip song, hip hop songs of all time. Uh, his nickname, he has been, he had been deemed the clown prince of hip hop. Yes. Uh, he was born in Manhattan, uh, in the neighborhood of Harlem, raised on Long Island. Um, so, yeah. If you go on his Wikipedia page, you just tons of things. Men in Black Two, right? Uh, he was in a movie, a TV show called Fast Lane. Right. Uh, right. He uh, his his some of his songs have been uh, featured in Grand Theft Auto. Oh yeah. So yeah, which you know bring a whole different type of um, playback. Uh, he was in video game Saints Row. He was in. Uh, he was also on a Celebrity Fit Club. Did you know that? Where he lost more weight than anybody else. I do remember that. They did. They had a run for a while where they were bringing a lot of hip-hop artists. And Warren G did that too. Um, and I want to say Young MC 
got in there and did it for a while. Um, I do, I do remember that. I used to watch that, yeah, because I was always, you know, I was back when I was a lot heavier, and I used to really be focused on losing weight. And I'm like, man, if these these rappers with money are having trouble losing weight, it's no wonder I'm a fat ass. You know, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it was like inspiring to watch. And I don't know. Have you heard? I started to ask you. Have you heard? He's been sick for quite a long time, and it was actually like last week. TMZ or somebody said Bismarck, he passed, and then all these rappers came through that knew him and were like, "Hey, nope, hold the phones. He hasn't passed away yet. He's still alive, but he's been like in intensive care, like for at least two or three months. He's been very ill. Like in April 2020, Marquis was hospitalized due to severe complications from type two diabetes. In yes. December 2020, it was reported that Marquis was staying in a rehab facility as a result of a stroke that he had suffered after going into a diabetic coma. Oh, On shit. July 1st, 2021, rumors of his death circulated on Twitter. His representative said, reported to Rolling Stone, the news of Biz Marquis passing is not true. Bill is Biz is still under medical care, surrounded by professionals who are working hard to provide the best health care possible. Marky died at a Baltimore hospital 15 days later on July 16th at age 57. 57, man. And you know that uh, you let that diabetes go unchecked and you don't take care of it, man. And it's no joke. You lose limbs. It causes blindness. And look, he had a stroke. Uh, it, it, it killed, eventually killed the man at 57 years old. And everything I read about him, like after he passed, like all the artists said, if Biz was in the studio with you, you had to make sure that there was a candy store nearby. He always wanted a bag of candy. Like the Beastie Boys said, all it took was getting him a bag of candy. He'd hit the candy and then he'd go in the studio and knock it out. But Biz loved his candy, any kind, it didn't matter. And man, that, that sugar, it's a killer, man. And it's, it's awful that it's horrible to lose a legend and an amazing entertainer like that for something that was really preventable. Cause I guarantee he'd probably known about his diabetes for a long time. And it was something that he'd probably been working on and trying to get in check. But here's the thing, man, sugar is a drug. You and I both know we've wrestled with our weight and trying to lose weight. It's addictive. That's why I'm hooked on soda. It's all the fake sugar in it that it, it, it my, tells my mind that I need more. Like when I go through the gas station and I go, ah, that Reese's peanut butter cup, you know, that'd be all right. Sugar is an absolute drug that creates this addiction that keeps you coming back and wanting more. And I'm sure he had a doctor tell him like, look, your sugar levels are rough. If you don't get this under control, it's gonna be bad for you down the line. And he clearly probably couldn't do that because he had a uh, an addiction like it's similar it's I, I put it up there food addiction is every bit as powerful as it i've never had an alcohol addiction or an addiction to cigarettes or an addiction to drugs but i've been addicted to food and soda and you know and then everything i've read says you're better off um smoking and doing drugs and drinking for a majority of your life than you are to be overweight for a majority of your life like it's very very hard on your body your cholesterol, your blood pressure, what it does to your joints. I mean, it's just sad, man, because it's it didn't have to happen, you know, and it's, you can't take it back now. He, he lived his life to the fullest and he enjoyed every moment. I guarantee that. So that's what's up. Rest in peace, Bismarcky, man. You'll be missed. Absolutely. It's time for the next lyric of the week yes sir yes sir oh you nasty
What's up? What's up, man? It's time for the night. It's been a minute since we've done a nasty lyric of the week. Who did the last one? Was it you or was it me? I don't even remember. I, I, I don't even long. know, dude. I'll yeah. be honest, man. Uh, I love the podcast. I love recording. I love yes. uh, you know sharing with uh, the people that listen, the people that are checking in, the people that we do know, the people we don't know, all of those things. I love it all. Uh, but just to be honest with you, man, the last two months have been a fucking blur. Man. Yeah. <laughs> You've been going through it with your new job and, uh, yeah. So, it's, you know, it's been whirlwind. yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on right now and it's just, you know, I'm trying to balance everything right. and I'm doing a really good job of it. Yes. Uh, the you are. problem is, is that, uh, the little things are the things that I forget. So like, cause right. I'm doing so many things, right. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. like, Hey, who did the last nasty lyric of the week? I have no fucking idea. Yeah. <laughs> well, the beautiful thing about it, man, is it's documented, recorded. It it's can. it's in the vaults. Here's what I do know. Yeah. You're doing the next one. I am. It don't and, matter who did the last one. And right? yeah. I'm gonna do the next one. Yes, sir. Next week it's happening. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I, I promise. It. We're gonna get two in. Because, yeah. you know, we nasty. We are nasty. Oh, hell yeah. So the nasty lyric of the week. We are so nasty, bro. You know what I'm talking about? I do know what you're talking about. Absolutely. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> so today, um, my nasty lyric of the week comes from the new Evidence album called Unlearning, Unlearning Volume 1. And uh, it is from a song called Tailor Made Suit. Um, all right. So here we go. Funeral suit, same as my wedding suit. Funeral suit, same as my wedding suit. Funeral suit, same as my wedding suit. I only got one, one, one. I had a close homie tell me, don't write my life and write some happy shit. Like what keeps me up at night is average. Like you don't need to make it personal. I took it personal. The word's been irreversible. To spin it back, thought to myself, how dumb is that? Like everything that comes from me ain't from my raps. Like what I cook up ain't that coke and crack. Tailor-made suit. The code I copped ain't off the rack. I'm Mr. Mom to anybody that's been keeping up. I stay busy or the demons will be creeping up. My world is undone. My son will soon be asking questions. Been rehearsing for the day. I say, your mama's in heaven. Hold the tears back for you. I shift my whole life and grind till the gears are flat. I hope you hear that. Funeral suit, same as my wedding suit. Funeral suit, same as my wedding suit. Funeral suit, same as my wedding suit. I only got one, one, one. Now, there's a story behind that that I'll explain. I absolutely oh, you nasty. Yay, thank you, thank you. Um, the reason why that lyric touches me so much, I, I absolutely love this album. Um, start to finish, I think this is a, a perfect album. Um, it's seamless, it's beautifully blended. I will, I'm gonna tell you right now, I'll be shocked if not only does this not album does not make my top five of the year for 2021, but if it's not in the top three, I'll be shocked. That's how much I'm enjoying. I haven't stopped listening to it. Actually, last week, or not last week, but the last time we recorded, I left here and I went to the record store and I copped it. It's that good. I had to have a physical vinyl copy of it. I love this so much. But the thing that's touching about this track is that um, what he's talking about is on his last album, he has a song where he talks about the birth of his son. And he talks about how not only is it so special that his son was born, but when his wife began to breastfeed, she discovered she had a lump in her breast. Cancer, it was cancerous. Uh, and she wouldn't have discovered that had she not been breastfeeding and she noticed it kind of hurt a little bit and it was sensitive and sore. 
So he was talking about, my God, not only is this child a gift, but he's helping me save my wife. She's helped us discover this cancer, and now we're going to try to fight this cancer and save her life. Well, unfortunately, she lost the battle to breast cancer. Um, And, you know, so now it's just evidence trying to take care of his son on his own and be a man and step up and, and do the job of a mother and a father. And so that's what that chorus is. That's why I did the chorus, too. You know, funeral suit, same as my wedding suit. Funeral suit, same as my wedding suit. Funeral suit, same as my wedding suit. And he does that. He says, I only got one. 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 It's just powerful lyric, man. Just, I can't even imagine being a father, you know, trying to do it on my own. Like, the, the feeling of like, all right, I lost someone that I'm so in love with and planned on be, having as a partner and spending the rest of my life with. But boom, I've still got this young infant who's brought me so much joy that I've now got to step up. I got to pull my shit together and be a man and take care of this kid. I can only can't even begin to fathom what he's going through, but just a beautiful lyric, a beautiful song called Taylor made suit off of uh, unlearning volume one from evidence. Uh, it's a great album. I highly recommend it. Nice lyric. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. Meaningful. Yes. Touched me, man. I, I just, uh, I ch- you, you know how you try to put yourself in somebody else's shoes when you hear something? Like when he says, you know, in there he says, I'm Mr. Mom to anyone who knows me. You know, like I'm rehearsing for the day that I got to tell my son that mama's up in heaven. You know, I just, I can't even fathom that conversation. And I, yeah, crazy, crazy, but beautiful and an incredible album. Can I tell you something, Bill? Yes, you can. Please tell me something. Transition, my friend. Here we go. Loki's done. Loki is done. Well, well done-ish. Yeah, yeah. Season one. Yes. There was a... That's the first ever that the the big post credit scene was the reveal that there's going to be a second season. They That's the first. None of the other Disney Plus Marvel shows have had a second season, have had something to carry into and proceed and, and build on. Usually it rolls into a movie, right? Or well, rolls had, into the next show. I, I read something and I don't know how accurate it is, uh-huh. but it said that WandaVision and Falcon and the Winter Soldier uh-huh. were completed way before they were released. Okay. Because yeah. of COVID and everything, right? right? Yeah, I Loki heard that as was well. still being worked on. During with, quarantine. Yes. Okay. So they were already done, right? They were already working on phase four and all of that other stuff. So by the time they were getting ready to finish or work they were working on Loki like they had a plan uh-huh. but they were saying that the 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 immense success of WandaVision and Falcon and the Winter Soldier right made them kind of rethink their one and done strategy okay okay yeah so uh, I don't know if that's accurate. Yeah, I'm it not would sure. make sense to me. Sure. That they were like, oh, you know, let's do this. Let's see how it goes. And then, like, the world stops basically when. And I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't assume that considering how the world stops with Marvel movies. Why would it not work with Disney Plus? Right, right. But WandaVision blew up. I don't know if you saw, got like 27 Emmy nominations or something. I did Just not see that. Insane okay. amount of nominations. It. I understand right? that. Yeah. So the thing that I read was like, well, once they realize this, not because it's necessarily a moneymaker, but it's that it's working. Right. So yeah. maybe we need to 
tell the story, create a little more for the story. There's clearly a lot more story to tell. Oh, by the way, we are going to be talking about episodes five and six of the Loki show on Disney Plus. So if you have not watched episodes five and six of Loki, there will be spoilers ahead. We're going to talk the shit out of these second and uh, uh, not second and third, fifth and sixth episodes. So you've been warned. Stop now and come back after you've watched it. I, I, absolutely. If you if you haven't, like, it's been, what, two weeks now? Yes. By the time this comes out on, on 7-19-2021. Uh, but the um, if you haven't watched it, make sure that you uh, certainly uh, pause it. And, yeah. You know, I don't, we, we don't want to be responsible. We, we, don't, we won't be responsible. We will not be held responsible. <laughs> So, episodes five and six, what what did you think, man? How did you feel about it? How did you feel about uh, what they did, the direction that it's going? Um, what were your thoughts? Um, I'll tell you what, buddy. Here's, how, here's what I thought. Okay. First of all, I got to tell you this right here. This is what I think of. Oh, fucking YouTube ad. <laughs> They're That's always there. That's how they pay This the is bills. what I think. Anytime anybody says the Loki show, this is all I can think of. And coming to the stage now, it's Loki. Like, that's all I can think of yeah, when you yeah. say the Loki show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know that's what it's called, but this is all I can think of. Actually, it's just Loki. I always say the Loki I know. show. Yeah. You know, I see Hiddleston coming out in his tux and his, yeah. his fucking gold horns waving to people. Yeah. Classic. Classic Loki. <laughs> I just flew in from Asgard. Boy, are my arms tired. That sounds like something that would have happened in WandaVision. That would have been a dope little side note on WandaVision, like they turned on a Johnny Carson type show and it was Loki. That would have been incredible, actually. Totally could see that happening on that show. Uh, I'll tell you, man. Uh, I, I Here's the thing. We watched WandaVision. Right. And we knew that it was going to lead to something right we didn't know what right um we still don't know what right right um, well i mean we know that it's gonna end up now being in uh she's in the next doctor strange movie. we don't know what it means though we no, don't know like absolutely right? not the end of loki we saw the beginning the fruits of what's about to happen right right they just like creaked creaked open the the curtain just a little bit right right so right. that you could see enough to be like okay you can start put two and two together i don't know what it all means but i know a little bit right so we know what the tva was who was doing it what happened now that it's destroyed right right you saw the timelines just breaking off and going nuts right correct so i just thought it was fantastic dude and 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 the, the biggest thing for me when I look back at this show um, and I think about what we thought before we started it. Right, right. Was when before we started Loki, one of the things that both you and I were really excited about was to see that interaction between Mobius and Loki. Right. And that was fantastic. I thought that Owen Wilson did a great job. I thought he was fantastic. Uh, yeah, yeah, I love Owen Wilson. He he was because he because he, what'd you call him a, a scamper? 
Well, he, that's what he calls Loki, oh, yeah. a mischievous scamp. And I'm right. like, I like that because I feel like in every movie that Owen Wilson in, he is in, is in, he's the mischievous scamp. Him and, you know, he's always getting into something or whatever, you know, wedding crashers, you right. know, whatever it is. He's that mischievous scamp. So to have the roles kind of reverse and him trying to be the guy in the suit doing the nine to five and locking in this mischievous scamp was fun to watch. It really was. Um, and then uh, the, the other thing was I just... Loki, when he was in the movies, right, was kind of likable, but kind of not likable. And that was obviously his role. Right. You know, because... He, he was nuanced. Absolutely. His character was nuanced, yeah. Um, but he was going through it. He was so good in yeah. these shows, like... He's considered still to be one of the greatest, like, out of the whole 11, 12, however many years it's been now. Most people say he is the Marvel villain. Like, you know, other than, like, obviously Thanos now was a great character. But one of the critiques of Marvel is their villains can be a little on the weak side. Killmonger's great. Thanos is great. And uh, Loki was great. But the thing about all three of those guys, not clearly that they're 100% bad people. They've got great intentions sometimes. You know, Thanos thought he was saving the world by killing half of everything. He thought he was doing the world a favor. Uh, Killmonger thought he was doing what was right for Wakanda by taking the technology and taking over. And clearly Loki... The better good. Yeah, clearly Loki the greater had, good. had some issues. But... Uh, he seemed to be leaning towards constantly changing and doing the right thing. So it's the complex villains that everybody wants to see and are falling in love with. Your standard just like, ah, like I'm going to get you. Like like the dude in the Ant-Man movie, you know, forgettable, forgettable. You know what I mean? Not, not Nothing wrong with him, just not great. So Loki's been regarded as one of the best. Well, you're not wrong. What did you think? Um, I'm going to be honest with you. Um... I was on first viewing incredibly disappointed. And here's why. I went into that what I thought was um, series finale, now knowing season finale. I went into that season finale with preconceived notions. And when you go into something expecting one thing and you get totally something else, you're gonna you're setting yourself up for disappointment. So right, because Captain America and the Winter Soldier, the big baddie, was the power broker, right? The power broker was under our nose the whole time. We found out it was Agent Carter's niece that was the power broker, right? We learned that, and we're like, oh, shit, it was her, you know? Um, in WandaVision, the big baddie was the sassy best friend slash next-door neighbor Agatha, who turns out to be a witch who'd been behind the scenes pulling the strings the whole time. So as I'm watching Loki, I'm thinking, okay, I'm looking at all the characters trying to figure out who is it that's pulling the strings in the TVA? Who's the person doing this? So my first initial thought was Judge Renslayer, right? Because she seems to care so much and she seems to want to do whatever she can to preserve the TVA and keep it going. So I thought, oh, maybe this is just some ruse. She's created these guys that are supposed to be the timekeepers just so the attention's off her and everybody's afraid of these guys and she can kind of keep things running. I thought, maybe it's her, but I thought, God, that's too easy. So then I thought, maybe it's the computer, right? You know, the little clock that pops up, like, hey, everybody, I'm downloading those files now. You know, like, you know, the, 
I don't know. That's not quite the voice. It's close, but <laughs> I think people will understand what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I, I was thinking, okay, so maybe somebody created this AI like hundreds and hundreds of years ago to help them run this to keep the timeline straight and they died off but the computer is now just running everything so i had this vision of sylvie and loki getting to the end and it just being this massive computer so when they show up and it's just some dude some dude who we have no clue who he is it's, uh, he who remains is what the computer calls him He's just a guy that's just been there kind of pulling the strings and running the show. I was like, what the hell is this? This whole time I'm six episodes deep trying to figure out who it is. And it's literally just some dude that we, and, and at this point, Marvel's deep. These are deep cuts. These are, this is not a character I'm familiar. I have no clue who this guy is. Never seen him in a cartoon, never read about him in any of the comic books, never seen him in a video game. So I'm just like, who the hell is this dude? And why is he the villain? Why is he the one pulling the strings? That's not what I wanted. So I went to work the next day and I talked to one of my coworkers, Kelly, who is a Marvel aficionado. You know how OU Nasty, if, if you want to know something about Star Wars, you go to OU Nasty because he's the man, right? He's, he, he's, he has a lot of knowledge. Video games, books. Warning. Movies, to cartoons, he knows it. That's my homie Kelly with Marvel. Like, I was with him yesterday and he was like, oh, I gotta watch Bad Batch tonight. Yes, yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. So Kelly is well-versed in the comics, well-versed in the video games, the books, the cartoons, everything. Like, he, he knows his Marvel. And he was like, do you know who this guy is? I'm like, no, I have no clue who he is. I said, I felt like they just brought a dude from left field in. And he's like, that's Kang. Kang is a is a character from the comic books who can time travel and knows everything that's going to happen before it happens. And even when he dies, he can still come back and fuck with you. And he's a very, very powerful, very intricate character in the Marvel Universe, but he's a deep cut. He's not well known. So I go, okay. Then I went back. Yesterday, I went back and I watched five and six again and enjoyed them much more because I went in now knowing what I know no preconceived notions knowing a little bit more about who this character is and the actor who plays he who remains jonathan majors that whole thing where he breaks down exactly why he's there and how he's done what he's done he's so good he's so good he's so kind of he's a smart ass but he's not he's honest but he's not he's likable but he's not it's he's incredible i i on second viewing I, I fell in love with the guy and i'm and i can't wait to see what his character does next um so enjoyed it but it took me some time i was unhappy at first well i'll tell you this i did know who kane the conqueror was okay so i thought it was amazing yeah uh also don't fall in love with him yeah because <laughs> he's not a good dude no, this was his. This he is even the says, best. This, this is, is the best the, version of himself. Right. Yeah. And 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 my favorite thing about there was a lot of things I liked at it. But my my favorite thing is right before, uh, uh, oh gosh, uh, Sylvie killed him. Yeah. Like, like right when she killed, him, he said, "See you soon." And he winked. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Fucking badass. He's amazing. He's amazing. Because he, he's like, you know, it's like, look, dude. He's a time traveler. He has. He knows that there's these different timelines, right? But in different timelines, 
he ain't a good dude. Right. Right. And 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 we talk about all the time, like like um, how uh, we as people are different. You know what I mean? And and and. and the best versions of ourselves, and you think about different timelines and i've said like man you've heard me say this before i feel like in a past life i was this yeah yeah. you yeah. know what i mean yeah yeah right so that would just really resonated with me because like i feel like if you know me right now you're getting the best version of scott you're gonna get right right. like there's an alternate yeah. universe scott that's a bad dude yeah like i know that <laughs> like we talk about that like I tend to, to trend a little more on the dark side than you. Right, right. When it comes to a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. You know, so like that shit resonated like a lot with me. Like, see you soon. Yeah. Yeah. And he winked. That yeah. was great. He was just good all the way around. I loved when he talks about, you know, there's a version of me many years ago who realized that there were these different levels, these different, you know, alternate realities and that there were different versions of me in every one. And he's like, it started off nice enough. We all kind of got to know each other. We were very complimentary. Hey, nice jacket. I like your nose. Nice shirt. But then, then some of them started to realize these worlds could be conquered and could be taken over. And it started in a timeline war. I forget what he called it. It wasn't a timeline war. I don't know, war of the time war. I forget what he called it, but it got real ugly real quick. And uh, I just love this character. I love his performance. Even uh, clearly the way it ended, we're going to get the nasty versions of him, obviously. Because when it ends, the thing... Let me ask you this. Did you think... Because um, at one point, you see Owen Wilson. And you see... I can't remember the actress's name or what the, her character's name was. She was the soldier who Sylvie frees. Sylvie tells her who she was in a past life and that the TVA is all a lie. So she starts working to help Sylvie. And I right. can't remember her yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. I've got the cast pulled up, but she's not one of the ones. Hunter. Hunter B-15. There she is. She is in here. So I love the fact that... Um, where was I going with that now? I've totally derailed on my train. You're asking if I saw the scene where Mobius yeah. and... So Mo Mobius and her... And Mobius says something like, well, there's no turning back now. And she says, why would we want to? Or who says we want to? Something to that effect. That's probably not the exact wording. Then they flash away and they flash to Loki, who's been zapped back into what he thinks is the current reality. Yeah, Sylvie kicked him through, through a portal. Through a portal, and he gets up and he goes and he finds Mobius, and he's like, look, someone's coming and it's very bad and we've got to get ready and we've got to stop him. And he goes, who are you? Who are you? Wait, are you, wait, are you a, uh, you're a, uh, I forget what he, somebody's job in the TVA. He thinks he's a, an analyst. You're an analyst, right? And he goes, clearly, this is a different, and then Loki looks up and sees the statue of Kang the Conqueror, or he who remains, and he realizes that, oh man, he was right, he's taken over. But I don't think those were the, that was the same Mobius from earlier who said, well, here we go, you know, there's no stopping this now, and she says, why would you want to, or who says we want to? I think Loki got pushed into one of the alternate realities, and that... The one they showed us earlier was the present day, the real Mobius that we've gotten to know in the show. Is that, is that what you took from 100%. it? 100%. Okay, good. I just was... On second viewing, I'm like, oh, that's not the same Mobius. Right. Like, that's clearly different. Like, I was I was going, okay, all right, good. So I'm not off base then. And so <clears throat> the 
this set up what we already anticipated was happening. Right. Spider-Man is going to be fucking nuts. Yeah. Yeah, they're talking about bringing uh, Dr. Octopus back, bringing all the multiverse Spider-Mans back. Yeah. Going to be nuts. Yes. And I, I will say this. I can't wait because it's probably going to be amazing. Like just seeing all of the things in the different universes, oh, multiverses. Spider-Man No Way Home? I can't wait. Yeah, I was already hyped which, before I knew all this. Which also led, is right, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Yes. The bad guy is Kang the Conqueror. Yes, Which I've is heard the next that, time we will see that. So uh, this set up so many things. Yes. And also so many different um, possibilities. Right. And, and, and I'll tell you this, man. Without a doubt, the number one thing, the number one thing that I always get when I look at all of this stuff, right? Right. Is how insane, how amazing, how unreal Stanley was. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. To, to have the vision. And I realized at a certain point, like there was a, other writers and another guy he wrote with. And Oh, of course. There but, were a lot of artists just and writers. The, yeah. Just the, the creativity and the thought process and the creation of, of so much of this stuff. Right. Just, it's just like, we're on year 13, man. Yeah. Or 14 or whatever. Yeah. And there's just like constant like pulling of like, there's, you know, there's comic books have what? 200 episodes, 300 books. Oh, dude, I know it. Marvel's been making comics before you years, and I were 50 born. 50 years? Before you and I were born, man. You know, yeah. So they've got a lot of stories they can dig into, a lot of characters they can pull from, and a, a lot of different angles. Because what happens is, is there's one Spider-Man book, right? But they go, you know, I'd like to tell this Spider-Man story. So let's start the spectacular Spider-Man story. And then over here, we've got the amazing Spider-Man. And then we'll start another comic book called The Web of Spider-Man because we want to tell all these different stories. So there's just so much source material that they can dig from. Because they can do whatever they want. Yes, absolutely. And, and if it works, then it works, right? So yeah. then you have Spider-Man, you got the normal and you got the usual. And, and then all of a sudden, you've got this offshoot for 20 episodes or 20 uh, comic books, right? Yeah. Where you have fucking Spider-Man and Silver Surfer working together. Right. Whatever. Yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. if that's a thing. It yeah, probably yeah. is. It but, probably was. Yeah. So, but you know what I mean? Like, yes. it's just the, the unlimited options. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. It's <clears throat> They've got so much source material to dig from. These movies could go forever. And I mean, look, they're getting ready to give us the what if cartoon because there's so many variants. Right? Variants. Yeah, mm -hmm. I tied that in there. So many different variant stories, so many different options. They're like, man, let's do this cartoon and let's tell what if this happened or what if that happened? Because we, we got so many different options, so many different angles, so many different stories. There's no way in hell we can ever tell them all. So let's give you these one-off cartoons where we could show you like, this is what this would look like or this would is what this would look like. And it that show looks amazing. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's incredible. The vision... You got to give it to Kevin Feige. Not big, vision. Yeah, not the vision, but Kevin Feige's vision for all this that started with that first Iron Man movie. And when you realize that he just had this big giant picture in his head and he was thinking 20 steps ahead and plotting this and planning this. Now, obviously, there were some twists and turns and things that changed along the way, 100% for sure. But 
he had a basic idea and a set vision for phase one, phase two, phase, what are we in, phase four now? I forget, yeah. I've lost track. It's insane, man. I don't know how they hold it all together, how they keep it straight. Uh, I know he's got a team of probably hundreds, if not thousands of people working tirelessly, writers, producers, CGI guys, computer guys, but yeah. So that being said, I would thoroughly enjoyed Loki. Uh, it took me a minute to wrap my head around the fact that I didn't have it figured out and that this show didn't follow the same formula as the last shows. But once I got on board with that, I went back and watched it and I was like, okay, I like this. I like where they're going. I like this character. I like this actor and I can't wait to see what he does next. So yeah, I'm, I'm on board, man. And I, the only thing I don't like now is that they're not giving us a set date for season two. There's no right. As of right now, they know there will be a season two, but I haven't heard if they're filming it or if, and they, and they don't have a locked in date yet. Would it help if I told you it's almost August? Yes. Which means we shouldn't be too far along from a new season of the boys. Yes, I've and, heard that's coming. And The Mandalorian. Season three of The Boys, is, right? Is at the end of the year. Right. So we're going to get... December should be nasty, man. Oh, yeah. Spider-Man, Mandalorian. Yes. I'm stoked, man. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for everything coming down the pipe. Album of the year episode. Yes. Our best of everything. Movies, music. I can't wait, man. Uh... Don't, don't get me started talking about January and see how we did on our New Year's goals. Yes, that's right. We got that. It's almost about. August. It'll be January before we know it. Uh, isn't that scary, man? Yeah, somebody posted. It's great, man. It's great. Somebody posted uh, on Facebook. Only, you know, I forget how many months it is. Only, you know, count, basically, he's counting down to Halloween. You know, the people that love Halloween, that that's their season. That's their holiday. They like to dress up. They like to decorate. They like to watch the movies. He posted... Only, you know, four months, you know, five weeks, seven days, and 24 hours till Halloween. And I'm like, oh, but do you know what that means? That means that Christmas is right there, and my kid's birthday is coming up after that, and I'm about to be broke as hell. Like, and I don't want to think about that right now. Let's think, let's, let's stay in July where it's cheaper, and, and uh, I don't have to stress as much. What do you got here? What is this? There she is. Miss Minutes. Yes, Miss Minutes. Yeah. I thought that's who was running the show. I really did. Warning. Or somebody was uh, controlling her. But I, 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 I'll tell you what, I didn't think of that. But your idea that somebody created her and then they died and then the AI took over, that's that's high level stuff, buddy. I thought for sure. Well done. Well done. I thought that was it, man. I so like that. I you like got to imagine, I, I was set, dead set in my ways that that was it. And I, I was telling my wife, it's the computer, especially when they walked into the big open hallway and Miss Minutes showed up and was like, he's got something he wants to talk to you about. The offer. And yeah, yeah. He's got an offer for you. You know, imagine you guys. And I thought, oh, yeah, nope. this is a big setup for that. And then when I go, yep, here comes they're going to walk into the room and it's going to be the computer. And there's there's he who must who he, he who remains just sitting in a chair like come come into my office. I'm like, oh, guess not. Yeah, I was dead wrong. Like, I couldn't have been more wrong. So, but yeah, man, uh, it, it de definitely took me a minute to wrap my mind around. But once I did wrap my mind around it, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, second viewing, it was much better. I would recommend to anybody who watched it the first time around. I was like, what? What the hell is this? Watch it again and watch 
uh, Mr. Major's performance as He Who Remains. It's 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 an incredible performance and an amazing piece of acting. Like so good. He's he's so so good. Great. Uh, loved it. I really uh, I'm excited. And my favorite thing. And, and here's the thing too. I think I shared this with you too. Is like. Marvel is so good with the Easter eggs and the little things and the, you know, like just yes. things that they hide in there, right? So the, the so the, the the timeline breaks, TVA is going down or in episode five and like things are starting to go haywire, right? And all the analysts, right? They flash up to the screen and they're like looking at everything and they're like, oh shit, what's going on, right? And on one of the screens, it's got these things that are listed off, right? Where there's where there's things that are either going wrong or something's an issue. And it says 2014 Bormir. Ah, yeah, man, yeah. What what does that mean? Yeah, that's it's, the. Uh... I know what tw- happened in 2014 in Vormir or 2012. I think I was. I don't remember which year it was in the yeah. inland, but and they said on the screen it was like. It said Tokyo, and then it said something else, and then it said 2012 or 2014 Vormir. Yeah, on the on the old school fucking computer screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of little hidden Easter eggs like that in that show. When they're in the uh, the void at the end of time, or whatever they called it, basically, where when you're pruned and you and you you're, you're left out in the junkyard to be eaten by, is it Goliath or Eliath? Eliath. Eliath, the big cloud-like creature that just kind of comes through and takes you out. Like, basically, it's like you're in Hades waiting to be killed kind of a dark thing like okay we prune you and you're gonna go to this world where you just wait to be eaten by a big giant cloud creature kind of crazy in there but in that (laughs) but in that junk it's basically like a junkyard where all this stuff goes there was a lot of little like oh somebody pointed out did you see the the ship that was the 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 helicopter or the, the jet that was in the captain america movie and at one point they scroll up a wall and you see thor's hammer and on the second viewing, I noticed not only do you see Thor's hammer, but next to it, there's what looks like a little mini Thor. And he's trying to, hey, let me out. He's trying to push his way out like he's trapped in there. I didn't catch that until the second viewing. Totally glossed over it the first time. There's also a glass with a frog in it. Yeah. Who's supposed to be uh, Loki. Who is, there's a frog Loki. Yeah. From a comic book. Right. Which is like I've heard that I didn't lost catch their shit when they saw that. I didn't catch the frog, but I heard somebody mention that. I missed that. Even on the second viewing, I didn't hey, see it. I gotta tell you too, like the little things too. Like I love one of my favorite things about Marvel is just the 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 humor that they make sure that they put in there. Right. Right. Yeah. I <laughs> You gotta love an alligator Loki. Yeah, that was good. That Don't was, worry, I hid the search protector. I know, I started to stretch my I, leg he, and had a flashback. I I bill protected it. If we lost this episode at this point, it would be I would just kick him out after I made him buy me lunch. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, like Alligator Loki was awesome. Yeah. And then there was so much humor based around that too, you know, in the Yeah, episodes. when he says, there's a Loki who's an alligator and I don't even find that strange. Yeah. Like at this point or whatever he says, like, he's just, yeah. I'm not so even, good. I don't even, that's not even the strangest thing in the room. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. And all the Lokis double crossing themselves. Right, about that. And then another Loki goes, right, about that. And they all double cross each other and have a giant Loki fight in the room like it. So good, yeah. So so many good things about that, man. I just loved it. I loved it. I loved that episode. That might be my, the fifth might be my favorite episode out of the, the whole series so far. Like, that one was just so much fun. And you got Owen Wilson. Now that Owen Wilson knows 
that he's a variant, knows that the time, uh, the, the TVA has messed with his free will. He's become more like Owen Wilson. Like that moment where Loki, he goes to shake Loki's hand and Loki pulls him in for the hug. It's a very touching moment anyway. And then he looks at Sylvie and goes, you're still my favorite. Like that's so Owen Wilson. I told my buddy Kelly, I go, that's Owen Wilson. That's something Owen Wilson would say in real life. That's just his character shining yeah. through. Like mm -hmm. he's becoming Owen Wilson. Like, I love it, man. I love it. So overall, huge fans. Yes. It was really good. It took I'm, me a minute. I'm really excited about, my favorite thing, if you were to say, what was your favorite thing about Loki or the Loki show. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Um, is that we were able to get a little bit more of a glimpse. Not a huge glimpse, it's very little, but a little more of a glimpse of shit's about to get crazy. Shit's about to unwind, right? Yeah. Right? When we're to Spider Man, Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania, like where this, like the, the, the beauty of them using these shows not only is it fucking fantastic for us to watch and really get into but using them to set things up in the in the in the movie yeah, universe which it's is what just, they've always done it's yeah. just it's fantastic and yeah. that, that's absolutely my favorite thing so yeah uh r.i.p bismarcky yes um, very much very much we'll be missed uh if you have not dug in on bismarcky do yourself even if you just do this go to spotify go to youtube go to uh uh what's the other one uh pandora pandora and, and, Apple and, just, and just listen listen to his greatest it's top five yeah just give yourself just do that just put bismarcky right and uh in, enjoy the man for uh what he brought to us absolutely uh in addition Segway. Congratulations, Dakotist, on your new baby, Reese. Yes. Uh, and Melissa, of course, his lovely Big Daddy Coldest. Oh, Big Daddy Coldest. Yes. Say, uh, hey, Kyle, man, you should have another baby. <laughs> baby Reese. Yes. Not Reese with a spoon. No, no. But no. Reese with a spoon, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> That's how you feed her, man. You got to feed her with a spoon. It makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, man, and uh, nice job on the lyric of the week, my man. Thank you. Uh, love that. Love that. And to anybody who has reached out to me or said anything, I apologize for not being as active on the socials. I got a message the other day, be like, "Yo, I haven't seen you on the socials in a minute," and I'd be like, "Like I said, the last two months have been a blur. It's been crazy. Yes. I'll do my best to to be a little more active. Uh, things are slowing down a skosh." Right. So uh, it's just the way it is. If you recall, when Bill got his new job, I did most of the socials yes. for a couple months because yeah. he had to adjust. And now we're just, he's paying back the favor. So that's what's up. Oh, my boy T Nix and Diggity Diggity Dubs. And, uh, and, uh, oh, you nasty. We got a, we got a, we got a Warzone group chat. Ah. Blowing up with some TikToks yeah. right now. So, Savage is, for those of you at home who can't see this, Savage is looking at his, what is it? The, the Samsung watch? Yeah. Uh, look, I'm just a man. Yeah. I'm just a man. <laughs> yes, you are. Uh, just a man with a Samsung watch. Yeah, that's, that's it. Right. Yeah. And a, and a, and a, and a farmer's stand. Yeah, that's it. That's your smart watch. My smart watch. I got down at hose. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Nice callback. Uh, do me a favor, my friend. Get us the heck up out of here. And until the next time.
Get us out. You got it. In the immortal words of my man, George Clinton, anything good is nasty, but it ain't good unless you play with it. So go out there and have some fun, my people. And until the next time, we will see you in the two. Oh, nine. Bye, y'all. Peace.